Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hello once again, everybody, and welcome to the Mario Cristobal Show. Joe Zagacki, Don Bailey Jr., University of Miami head coach Mario Cristobal as we wrap up the 2022 season and look ahead to what's coming up to the University of Miami. Coach, thanks for being with us. Um, we'll look back real quick on Pittsburgh doing autopsy there uh, and uh, the way the season ended. Uh, tough night at Hard Rock Stadium, but you guys did battle uh, all night long. You know what? It's certainly not the way we want to end the season or play any football game. Um, it's disappointing, and certainly from there, we have to find a way to get together and build ourselves to being a good football program. So we don't sugarcoat it. It's not the kind of performance we want. But uh, at the same time, you make sure that uh, you wish the seniors all the best for all their contributions to the program, and you get right to work on moving on to 2023. Coach, you go back over the season, and special teams really was a highlight for this entire year. And they uh, proved again, Lou Headley has been is going to be recognized as far as what his accomplishments are, but you tried a fake field goal in that football game and had success in other areas as well. Yeah, Lou, uh, Lou certainly was the captain of our special teams units. Um, they, uh, they did a great job all year long. Our coverage teams, um, our PAT field goal minus the one block that we had, um, did a great job. Andy did a phenomenal job. You know, guys like Chase Smith that went down earlier in the season was arguably one of the best special teams players in the country. But all in all, just really good buy-in on special teams. The return game provided us opportunities to put us in position to win football games as well. A lot of growth there and more growth to be had. The uh, pit game kind of a microcosm of the season for the offense. You, you had to play all three quarterbacks and play three different offenses again in one game. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, it, it comes with the territory. You know, we certainly didn't uh, ever hope or want uh, to be in a situation where you had to play that many guys at that position um, and the same for the offensive line. But it does come with the game. And when that happens, you still don't make any excuses, right? You still, if, if uh, a young player has to go in there and find a way to win the game. We have to find ways to get them ready and do so. And you live and you learn. And uh, certainly that was a tough lesson to learn, and we will grow and get better from it. Coach Cam Kitchens, again, uh, just had a, a very good football game. But I've been in locker rooms pretty much my whole life, as you have. And to see the way that he addressed the team and ask you permission for it. I mean, was very respectful about it and got up and stood up in front of his team. and. It touched my heart, it touched my soul to see a young man, I mean, as a sophomore, take control. And I mean, I think that's what you saw, passing of a torch right then and there. Well, without a doubt, you know, Cam is uh, an exceptional human being, football player and leader. And 
he's got the right intentions. He's made of the right stuff. He backs it up on the field. He backs it up in the classroom, uh, outside and away from the facility. And he gets it that when you lay a foundation, there are some painful steps that come with it. And with that comes, you know, the the true character of, of your teammates, of yourself, of an organization come to light and the opportunity to learn and grow from it are real and that's what his focus is on. He wants to be a leader on a championship program. Um, he has the full backing of his teammates, of uh, the staff and looking forward to watching him help lead this football team in the offseason and understanding that it does take more, right? to have better results throughout the course of the season. Then you have a guy leaving that we really admired, uh, watching him play and grow up. Will Mallory finished his career, um, over 100 career catches, uh, 13 to 14 career touchdowns, and really just as good guy off the field as he is on the field. He is, he'll be sorely missed. I mean, he's exactly what you want at that position and really at any position on your football team. Um, he, he epitomizes what you want in a student athlete. Uh, wanted more for him. You know, in terms of the season and his final game, um, he's a guy that he looks forward to coming back and seeing better days and encouraging and talking to these guys and helping them develop. And uh, we expect him to have a fantastic uh, career in the NFL. Coach, you had a core of freshmen, Basant, Brown, Cooper, Kelly, Skinner, those guys, you know, some of them played 12 games. You look at Basant, he played 12 games, had 30 tackles, 60 led the team last year in tackles. So very productive. but. That's, that's a pretty good foundation of guys right there. Those guys, uh, it's, it's special to play as a freshman, oh, yeah. and then it's ultra special to start as a freshman. He did both, and so did a bunch of those other guys. And if not for a couple other injuries, guys like Matt McCoy mm -hmm. would be seeing more playing time as well. So um, those guys, I think they had some pretty good mentorship from some of the older guys, and they took it and ran with it. And they saw opportunity, and they never flinched. You know, They went in there and, and played some real good football for us. And by the end of the year, they, they just fit in like the rest of the guys. They didn't look like freshmen anymore. So those guys will be ultra valuable in the future of this program. Coach, what can you say about um, the moxie or the guile of Tyler Van Dyke? He got himself ready to play, started the game off hot, beautiful pass to Will Mowry. But take all that out, just battling to get healthy to play in a game at the end of the season. Awesome. Awesome human being. Tough competitor really talented, uh, special guy that wants to play and wants to help his teammates win. And he gave it a go and did his, he played as hard as he could. And uh, he aggravated it again, you know, and uh, so he's missed uh, the majority of six games. You know, I think uh, he missed four completely and two, you know, early in the game had to come on out. And, uh, you know, that's, that stinks for him and for our football team, but it is what it is. You know, he's uh, He's a guy that, even while he was hurt, provided good leadership, provided good mentorship for the other quarterbacks. That quarterback room, you know, need to, it goes without saying, they do a great job supporting each other. You know, sometimes you have rooms that have guys that are at each other or not truly connected, and that room has done a great job all year, and it was led by Tyler. So, uh, again, special guy and really thankful for him. Coach, how do you handle the season-ending interviews? You, every coach talks, I assume, to every player, and everything's out on the table. Without a doubt, you, you handle it like we handle everything else, with honesty and truth, right? And part of that is on the tape, right? As well as uh, production in the classroom, uh, punctuality as it relates to everything and every obligation that you have, because it's, we've made it very clear from the beginning, we want 
to be surrounded and we want to surround guys with guys that want to be elite competitors, uh, elite achievers, high level achievers in every sense of the word. And uh, that's what Miami football and being a student athlete at Miami is all about. So we go right at it, you know, and make sure that we put everything on the table, talk about it, talk about what, uh, you know, the season itself, talk about everyone's role, talk about the future and be able to come to a, you know, a place where, okay, we're moving forward in this particular direction or the other to make sure we do right by every student athlete and we do right by the program. We're gonna uh, move forward in a moment and take a look at some of the things that you're gonna do in the future, but um, what, are, what are some of the things that you pull out of this season that would be a positives and that, you know, it's first time, first time working with some of the guys on your staff, first time being around some of these players, first time at Hard Rock Stadium, even inside the ACC, sure. right? Because you've been in, in, on the West Coast, in the Pac-12. There's got to be some things that you pulled out of this season that now, oh, okay, now i got a good feel for this. Oh, without a doubt, the first thing you get a feel for what you need, you know, from a roster standpoint, you know, where certain guys are, where certain positions are, what the needs are, how you got to fill them. Um, how you have to develop certain positions as well, who you can count on, who is not ready to be counted on or might not be counted on. Those things are important. You evaluate your systems as well. These systems have been really good at a lot of different places, but you know what? Some of them didn't work as well here. And you've got to be truthful with yourself and analyze, okay, we've we got to tweak, we got to do some things differently to have success because every place is different. Uh, and then you've got to completely full throttle, relentlessly attack recruiting and elevate, upgrade the talent level of your roster, top to bottom. You know, that certainly is at the forefront of a lot of this. And understanding that part of that is making sure that the core of really, really good players and good people on your roster is ready to bring in these new players and take the next step as a program and develop as a true brotherhood and a family. Because Miami's always been that, you know? And that stands at the forefront of what we have to do in the offseason is create, right, a brotherhood and a family that demands the most of each other but has each other's backs and is there always to lift, elevate, push, challenge each other uh, on a daily basis to be the best they can be. Hold each other accountable, like true accountability, uh, because that ends up being what you're going to get come Saturdays in the fall. So uh, looking forward to that piece of it, but right now it is full throttle work on the roster, full throttle work on recruiting, uh, full throttle work on assessing our systems, what we do, how we do it, why we do it that way, and uh, make sure we put ourselves in the best position this offseason to just go and get better. Hey Coach, things are different now in recruiting. Before it was all focused on, on the high school student athlete and, and bringing them in. Now you've got the high school, you've got the portal, you still have the junior college route as well. But it's, uh, which way do you go on this, or how do you evaluate all three? Well, you have to evaluate all of them as uh, almost as if not knowing, you know, whether they're in high school or whether they're in, in college. You have to truly assess and analyze them from an ability standpoint. And then you got to do your background check. You know, you got to make sure these are, these are guys that are going to be great teammates, willing to work, you know, willing to be part of something that has to rebuild and grow. Um, but you, you go right to the tape, you go right to the background checks, you go right to the academic records, right? You, you go deeper into the background check for, from a character standpoint. Uh, and you, you assess where you need experienced players, guys that have played and done it before at a high level, versus where do you need some more youth, where you need, where you can, I would say, uh, you can afford to take younger players because they can develop or they're good enough right now as young players to come on in and help 
and we feel that we're uh, we're in position with a class that is loaded with some uh, some really some elite talent. We will look ahead to what's coming up next for the University of Miami with Hurricanes head coach Mario Cristobal right after this. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. As we uh, move our discussion forward to ways to come up for the University of Miami, there's one guy that knows what it looks like. That, that's you. You've been down this road before, uh, a rebuild before. You have that blueprint. So you know what this looks like going forward. Yeah, I've, I've been you know, very fortunate in uh, the career stops, minus the one stop in Tuscaloosa that uh, every single stop was a rebuild, you know, from uh, being a GA here in 97 to moving on to Rutgers, you know, where it was 1-11 and, and and then FIU that was 0-12 to to Oregon where it was 4-8. and eight. They were all rebuilds. And what's, uh, what's really exciting is the blueprint is the blueprint. The blueprint has, uh, has stood the test of time, you know, and it works. And you have to work at it. It just doesn't work by itself when you lay it down. It takes people to mobilize it, you know, to make it real. And so that is in full effect. Um, I feel like there's, there's a real, real good core um, to what we need to get to. And now we have to make sure that every single person is on board as we continue to expand it, enlarge it, uh, teach, learn, grow, develop, work, connect, all the things that are important to building a great football team and a great family. In that blueprint, Coach, there has to be a, an allowance for adjustments, but not compromise. You can't ever compromise your principles and values. You know, every uh, people sometimes say, well, you know, um, you know, young people have changed. I, I don't think so. You know, I think technology has changed. So everything, you know, people, you know, there's different ways to communicate and do all that kind of stuff. And sometimes time is gobbled up by some of that stuff. But overall, it's football has always been football and it doesn't change. You know, if you compromise the hard work, you're saying you're willing to compromise your championship trophies at the end of the year. So, no, you can't compromise the hard work. You cannot compromise the details that go into elite level development. Um, what you want to do every single year is always ask yourself, is there a way to do it better? What can we do better? and not hesitate on making those things a reality. I think what's um, worth a discussion also is we're getting ready to enter, uh, maybe we're already there, in a new era in college football. We have the portal. We've talked about that. But there are other things. Next year, the ACC, no more divisions. It's just one league. And you kind of went through that, I think, with the, the Pac-12, and everybody in college football is going to do that, uh, most, most conferences. Then we're going to get into uh, a college football expansion it's going to go to 12 teams, and you, when you're in Oregon, you're you know battling right there to get inside a four at the Rose Bowl. And people might think, oh yeah, you know, get to the top 12 or the end of the season, that's easy. No, finishing seasons, taking your team through that to get through those tough games, those tough moments. That's that's the that's the hard part. Oh, it's 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 hard, you know, it's harder, and it uh, it becomes more and more achievable as the the parts that you need. In the, uh, in the organization become a reality, you know? 
you want to you want to walk into all these games, run into all these games with high level, high caliber talent at all your positions, and enough depth to sustain to be able to survive some injuries that come with this football game. And you want your systems to be so ingrained, you know, and so effective, effectively ingrained in the hearts and the minds of your guys that you always, your answers have been practiced, they've been repped, so that you can always go forward, that no matter what the situation is, you always have a way to come out on top and a way to go forward. So, yeah, all the things that go uh, with college football now and developing football teams, the model has changed throughout the years with the advent of all these different things you had mentioned. And that's okay. I think everybody's learning. Um, but one thing I think everyone knows that good people, good coaches, good players and hard work, they, they typically end up, you know, producing really good things. Coach, also with the way football is now, it seems that freshmen really have an opportunity to come in and play. You know, everybody goes about, well, you can come play as a freshman or you're going to have to wait two or three years. There's those are conversations. But now you have opportunity, I mean, especially here right now, you can come in and play and make an impact. Well, it's great to mention because, you know, sitting down actually with um, Alonzo Highsmith, you know, we were talking about the ingredients of a team and having freshmen that could come in and compete should be, uh, I don't know, it, the entire team should be like that. Like competition should be a welcome thing. The whole team should be wanting and willing to compete. You know, there are times I think we've all been around players or teammates or whatnot that when competition got thick, you know, they, it's not their thing. Well, that's what we can't have at Miami. Miami has to be littered with multiple players at multiple positions that understand the importance of competing and how that keeps everybody on edge as it relates to performance and habits and work ethic. That really generates momentum. That generates betterment for a team. And uh, that's another big area of focus for us. We've got to create real legitimate competition at every position. And that starts with what you bring in from a signing class. By the way, we're kind of waiting on the Rose Bowl to make a decision on where they're going to fit in in the playoff and all that. But going to 12 at some point here in the near future, do, do you like that? It's more opportunities for teams to get involved in the playoff. You probably would have had a playoff team or two. I, I, I love it. You know, I think it's, um, I mean, football, you know, this is, uh, you know, it's painful. This is the first time in a long time. It's, it's November and, and not playing, you know, relevant or coaching right. relevant football as it relates to the national picture. So it's a, uh, it's so exciting for a fan base. It's so, I mean, for a team itself, it just, it keeps everyone motivated, working hard and whatnot. And I think the more opportunity you could present, the better. I mean, it seems like everything the NFL has done, like college football eventually catches up. I feel like we're headed more and more towards the NFL model and the more the better. I think it allows the team also, there's a little bit of wiggle room in there where you don't have to be undefeated all the time. There's a little bit of wiggle room there. Maybe you are, developing a team that all of a sudden late October and early November gets hot and you end up in the playoff. Without a doubt. And it gives guys an opportunity to settle it on the field. Right. Right? Yeah. I remember our, our, our old O-line coach, Coach Kehoe, said, man, we, we're supposed to be the, the toughest and roughest sport in the world, but we settle our champion in a, in a poll, you know, yeah, by votes. Right. And so it's been remedied some with the four-team playoff and, and has a chance to be remedied even more with a 12-team playoff. Coach, you talk about competition. Let's go back to, to that for a minute. 
I don't want, I think in today's world, and you've done a great job of this, is there's a lot of competition. That doesn't mean that only one guy plays and the next guy doesn't. That means that more guys plays in a lot of, in a lot of examples. Your defensive line was a perfect example of that this year. 100%. I think that epitomizes what you want for your team. You want to play a lot of guys because the season is long. And if there's too much wear and tear on a guy, you never know. You never know when the, an injury can happen just due to, right, number of collisions that a guy takes on. So uh, you develop great depth. If a guy, you know, God forbid he misses because of an injury, the next guy stepping in has had plenty of experience and he's ready to go and the team has confidence in him. So it really generates like the true like idea of the fact that playing time is earned. It's not just handed over, right? You hate for a team to get in a rut where, oh, he's hurt, now I go. Eh, it doesn't work that way. Maybe you're not going because the guy over here, he's actually playing harder than you, and we'll roll the dice and make sure that all the five best are playing because they showed they can play best. So um, critically important. I can't stress that enough. Uh, in the offseason, it, it, it can never be stressed enough, and it will be key for us to get better as a program. And by the way, I, we've touched on this a little bit before, but I always like to look ahead and think about what can be. And I know what can be is you can have a great – home field advantage inside Hard Rock Stadium. We've seen glimpses of it uh, more than on one occasion. So I think you can have a great home field advantage. And by the way, for those recruits that are coming in or thinking about it, you get Texas A&M and Clemson in that stadium next year. Yeah, and that's on us, you know, and, and I think that, uh, you know, it's one of those things where that's what hurts you. You know, I, I mean, we all played here, man. You know, we know what that place looks like when it's rocking, you know, the old lady we used to play at. but. You know, when, when you're performing like you're capable of performing and that's the direction that we're headed and we're headed there as fast as we possibly can, then it's the event. It's the event in Miami. So we, uh, you know, we like to take on the route of let's work our butts off to get there so that we create and generate that buzz where that's where people want to be on Saturdays because when it's on, you've seen it. You know, there's very few places of any like it because people down here were loud you know we're really really loud and we, we create chaos and i'm all about it you know and uh and we want a team out there look i've said it from the beginning we we knew we had to do a lot of work but we want a team that is tough as nails that's explosive as can be and to make that a reality we got a lot of work to do and it starts with developing but it also starts with recruiting you know it starts with you know I, i'd like to go down to the locker room and go out to uh, the field during stretch lines and see a team that's completely loaded with elite level talent. And that's why right now it is full throttle on recruiting and it's always been the answer to getting better as a program. And right now we're doing it at a high level and we expect it to get even better over the next couple of weeks. Let's stick with recruiting coach. You understand more than anybody, the state of Miami, the state of, the, of Florida, but also the rest of the world, you need to you need to attack now. It's, it's it's all open. Amen. I mean, Miami is a national brand, and you always start with home base, right. right? You never ever try to go beyond that, and you go for the very very best players, and you have to find a way to get the best players. Should that not occur, you have to get the best players at other places. You know, and you if you look at Miami historically, every team's been different. The That's championship true. teams have been different. You know. But the one that stuck out a bunch in my mind was when I was a graduate assistant here and from the left tackle to the right guard, they were from all over the country, really out of the country out as the well. Country, right. The quarterback, the guy behind center, the wide receivers, I mean, California, 
Louisiana. I mean, Canada uh, on the offensive line, right? You had it all Detroit over. everywhere. Oklahoma, Oklahoma tight end. Oklahoma. You know, yeah. Pennsylvania, uh, New Jersey, and on defense, you know, that safety or New Jersey and Louisiana. And but then you had, you know, your back South Florida, your wide receiver South Florida. It's always been a different mix, and that's why first and foremost, hometown and the best ones, the elite players locally that want to be great and that truly, truly, truly want to work hard and be great and then complement them with a, a locker room that's as diverse as the NFL locker rooms, you know, from all over because I think that's important also is get the best of the best. If you surround high achievers with high achievers, you're going to have good results. If you start mixing and matching high achievers with low achievers or pretenders or guys that aren't real and aren't about that life, that's not going to work. I know as a player, I couldn't stand being beside those kind of guys. They don't want to be around them, you know? And, you know, I, I like telling the team all the time, I get along great with hard work and tough sons of guns that want to be awesome, you know, because it's you want to pour every ounce of energy into them. They deserve that. And that's what we want to do. We want to make sure that, that we are completely just loaded with the right kind of talent and people. I think we should understand also we have a tough son of a gun as a head coach. All day, every day, brother. Signed up for every bit of it. There's no surrender, huh? no, There's no, no surrender. Yeah. No surrender. I mean, <laughs> we knew it. We, knew we needed we some of this, uh, you know, toughness. If I say so myself. Well, I mean, it's the most uh, humble and biggest honor I could ever have to be able to mm -hmm. sit here. Um, and when you're across the country for so many years, and you look across and you see the struggles, you're like, you know, it's it's gonna take it's going to take a real tough son of a gun to go do it but one that truly has it in his heart and uh it's always you know it's always been at the ultimate you know um and you also got to understand and know you know and i knew it coming over yeah you're gonna have to take some lumps you know and there's i was raised right by the toughest son of a gun around by far and so we're here for every bit of it like we run to the fight does that make sense? Yes. You know, there's a fight to be had and we run into it and there's work to be done and there's no flinching. There's no nothing. There's nothing but just motivated, relentless work that ain't going to stop. So as one of your coaches told me, it's a good fight to be in. Amen. All right, coach. Thank you for joining us this year. Um, Mario Cristobal coming to a home near you during the recruiting season. We'll see you when you come back after the next six weeks on the road. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. University of Miami head coach Mario Cristobal and Don Bailey Jr. I'm Joe Zagacki. Thank you for being with us, and we'll continue on the show right after this. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.